0: Better than this, guys, me and dudes here on the Draft Dudes podcast presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Monday episode of the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Pepsi. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is a refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi made for watching football. Kyle, how about my New York Football Giants?
1: Yeah, I don't want to talk about
0: it. <laughs> Start this show off with a couple of one in four teams or whatever. One I
1: <laughs> I appreciate the sentiment of going for two. I guess my question is. Th- th- <laughs> The, there's no justice from the football gods that the Giants won this football game. They kicked the field goal on fourth and one from the two-yard line. Um, the, the defensive touchdown that they got, what was their other – I think they punted from the Washington <laughs> 42, like Dub. up in the game. Dub. I was so mad watching this football. And, of course, these are like two assignment games for me. So, I'm like, oh, of course I'll have one of my three TVs plugged into this game and just watch it from wire to wire. And I'm watching Joe Judge coach this game, and I'm like, dude, get out of the 70s, (laughs) have a little bit of aggressiveness to you, and then Ron riverboated in the wrong way. Kyle Allen, by the way, is – super frustrating to watch on a snap-by-snap snap basis for sure I don't see what the appeal is there other than he's played the system
0: that's it brother it was the system
1: Jeez Louise. all right so
0: I I had to I had to uh quick pitch you with that obviously but um you, you were talking about two-point conversions and going for two and the the one that stands out to me from Sunday was uh Houston-Tennessee game, and it was a situation where the Texans scored a touchdown late in the game, or excuse me, yeah, the Texans scored a touchdown yep. late in the
1: game. To go up they, seven.
0: To go up seven, and they went for two, which I fully respected the decision. But Rich Gannon lost his oh damn mind. Yeah, did you yes. see him? He's pulling out the card. Every coach has one of these yes. in their back pocket. Yes. He was on fire. I don't know if it was because he was mad. It was overtime, and so he had to commentate longer than he was <laughs> anticipating. But that guy was on <laughs> fire. a
1: dinner reservation.
0: Jesus, man. I could not believe how mad he was. I'm like, do you not understand the context here? They, they,
1: it's they you go for the problem. kill. You, you right. And, and kill. do you want to know why they did that? It's because the Titans got the ball back, and we saw what happened. How about Mike Vrabel intentionally putting 12 on the field? Did you see that?
0: Yeah, he's had little things like that that he's done now for a better part of a year.
1: He, this is the Patriot way. This is why it's so great to come up through this. He knows every single little manipulation that you can take, right? So the context of the play was it was second and one from the 25. Three and a half, three minutes and change left, Joe. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And he literally, he sends an extra dude out onto the field. And the player's looking over at him like he's got three heads. He's like, what do, it's second and one, we're down one point. What are we doing here? And Mike was like, no, no, it's okay, just stay. (laughs) And they threw the flag, it was a five-yard penalty, stopped the clock. So it's a freebie timeout. It's effectively what they did. So they're walking the line between clock control, Getting an extra timeout to stop the clock, and of course, then they go down and score with four seconds left to force overtime.
0: Well, I guess we might as well Mad
1: scientist Mike Frable.
0: Yeah, mad scientist Mike Frable, Ryan Tannehill playing out of his damn mind. I mean, legit, put him in the MVP discussion.
1: Yeah, no, there's a lot of
0: good candidates, but my goodness,
1: he did that whole uh, whole two minute offense drive without any play action, Joe.
0: You know, it was a wonderful showcase of Ryan Tannehill not needing play action to uh, be an outstanding passer. So all credit to Ryan Tannehill. Uh, what, seven touchdowns the last two games? I mean, he is uh, he's playing on another level right now. So good for him. Another, another one of those uh, post-Gase success stories.
1: Yeah. They're
0: going to have a party one day, like a big reunion, you know?
1: So he started 15 regular season games for the Titans. This is from Field Yates. He's completing 70% of his passes, just short of 4,000 yards, 35 touchdowns, and seven interceptions, on top of five rushing touchdowns that the Titans are 12-3 and three in those games. Good for – and
0: that's not even counting the postseason, right? Or is right.
1: it? Right. That's not counting the postseason.
0: Had the team in the AFC Championship game last year, man. They lost by nine to the Chiefs. Like They, have, they were sort of in that game. AFC is good, man. It's, force, we were,
1: they, they are a force to be reckoned with.
0: You don't want to play, and the thing is, they're not even playing good defense yet, right? And I know that. I mean, between Odori Jackson being out, Christian Fulton's been out with uh, COVID. They missed Simmons last week. Daquan, uh, no, Daquan Jones played. I mean, they've had some injuries there, um, and we know they're a better defense than they've been playing. So that once that gets turned around, I mean, you got to look at the Titans as a contender, man. Here, they're, here's they're,
1: the they're scary. There. Here's the scary thing of all, right? They are now one, two, three, four. They're five and zero, oh, right? They play the Steelers at home next week.
0: Oh, that's must see TV, huh?
1: But then they go Bengals, Bears, Colts, Ravens in Baltimore, Colts, Browns, Jags, Lions, Packers, Texans again. Yeah, they could be 12. They could this be is 12. This is a 12 win team. Yep. Yep. And do you remember in the summer we did that for this team? Like, I don't think even you and I anticipated this team was going to be this good, but we got them to like 11 wins and we're like, yeah. Ooh, are we too high here? No, we were too, we were probably too low <laughs> when we initially went through an had them like 11 wins.
0: Good football team. And they were squeaking by, right? A two point win over Denver, a three point win over Jacksonville, a one point win over the Vikings. And then they have the COVID outbreak. And my goodness, they are dialed in. And I mean, look—it was a—it was a tight win over. It took overtime to beat the Texans in Nashville. Yeah, but the they Texas scored 80,
1: 84 points in the, in the last two games. Two games. Yeah,
0: they've scored no less than thirty-one points in their last four games.
1: And they yeah. got—and they got three of their next four at home.
0: Tighten up, baby. Good, good time to be a Titans fan.
1: Speaking of musty TV, and you—you referenced Pittsburgh. Holy shit, this defense is unbelievably good. Yeah, they play tough, man. Now, obviously, the loss of Devin Bush—they believe I, believe, I believe—I don't know if it's yeah. confirmed or not—but yeah. they believe not he done. tore his ACL. Yeah. So that is a brutal loss for Pittsburgh. But we get to see Pittsburgh the rest of the way, Joe. They've got games against Baltimore twice, mm-hmm. Tennessee, and Buffalo. So we're going to get to see some really good matchups with Pittsburgh. But I think this is only the second time in franchise history they've made it to five and zero. And they're really fun on offense because they come at you from a bunch of different angles as far as what receiver's going to blow up on what week,
0: right? Yeah. And
1: Claypool last week, four touchdowns against the Eagles. Uh, he had four for 74 and a rushing touchdown this week. But they, James Washington had a touchdown. They just – they'll take their matchup. They'll pick the one they like, and, and Ben's savvy enough to get it done. And they just physically overwhelmed Cleveland.
0: They absolutely did. What that, so that's what's interesting about Cleveland. We talked about this last week. Is that I mean they they, they handled the Bengals, the Washington football team, Cowboys, Colts. Right? They won those games, thirty-eight to six against Baltimore, thirty-eight to seven against Pittsburgh. Those defenses, I mean, just more than they could handle. You know, and, and they're probably going to be third in that division. And I mean. It's going to be this narrative. Can can they? What do they have to do to be able to hang with those teams? Because right now they're not competing at all in those games.
1: There is still a path for Cleveland, even if they get boat raced by the good teams on their schedule, to get to nine or ten wins. Still, oh, there's 42. no
0: question. They they got the Bengals. They got Raiders, Texans, Eagles, Jags. Giants, Jets. I mean, come on. They're right. they're going to get to nine wins for sure, at least.
1: You, you sit here and operate under the assumption that, okay, we're going to get shellacked by Baltimore and Pittsburgh again. Right? Because those <laughs> games were not close. Right. They go to Tennessee. Assume they get shellacked in that game. So that's five losses. They got Jets, Giants, Jaguars, Eagles, Texans. Bengals. Bengals again. Like. Yeah, this this is probably at 500 – I'd say 500 at worst. For sure. based yeah. on, you know, how yeah. physical they are on the line of scrimmage. And obviously they didn't have Wyatt Teller uh, this past week, and, and that hurt them a lot. Uh, they don't have Nick Chubb right now, but Chubb is probably a month from coming back and getting some of that more added juice uh, and depth to the run game going for him. So they got Cleveland – Uh, Raiders and then buy, and then potentially Nick Chubb could be back for the Texans game.
0: So uh, a down game for Cleveland, but folks, there's plenty of season left and plenty of good chances to uh, really make a run here. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy, but with Roman, it is easy to talk about. With a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Just go to GetRoman.com slash LockdownNFL and complete an on- online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockdownNFL today. If you're you're approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockdownNFL. GetRoman.com dot com slash locked on NFL.
1: Joy, bad news for you.
0: Oh no! What
1: is it? The Football Power Index gives the New York Jets a fifty-seven percent chance of securing the number one pick in the twenty twenty one NFL Draft.
0: Fifty-seven percent, huh?
1: Fifty-seven percent.
0: So what are the? What's the other winless team? It's just the Jets. They're, yeah,
1: they're, that's it. Now. That's why I was so pissed about this Giants game, man. Because you looked at the rest of the Giants schedule, and you're at, Christ, where's, where's the win if they can't get one over Washington at home? But they did. So I blame you.
0: No, I blame you. I gave you the chance to, to take this
1: <laughs> this loss. I oh, this, right hi, this hypothetical? Yeah, yeah, you didn't take it. No, you're, you. da- you're damn right I didn't take it.
0: Does Gay survive the week?
1: Uh, yes. But only because they continue to off the players who would otherwise speak out against him. <laughs> traded Steve McClendon thirty minutes after the game. I was, <laughs> like, well, I was like, what? He played Dude, like twenty-five was... snaps and they traded him immediately afterwards. That's like unheard of. For a twenty twenty two. Yeah, twenty twenty-two six? six and a twenty twenty Three, seven?
0: No, they gave up 2023-7 20, and oh, McClendon Jesus for a 2022. 20, Christ, six.
1: man. <laughs> that that's literally just to get him off the team. I bet I bet I bet McClendon had a blow-up in the locker room afterwards.
0: I think mean, so. He's like a big time right. character guy.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of big time character guys that have just about <laughs> had enough of this nonsense. So let's let's find the win for the Jets. And this is a genuine question. I'm not clowning on the Jets. They're just they are undisciplined, they're banged up, they're poorly coached, they're not talented because they continue to do things like trade Steve McClendon and purge talent that you just can't explain. You can't explain why they would make this move. Where's the win for the Jets? Their next three are Bills, Chiefs, and Patriots. I'm not one of those. You come out of the bye. you got Chargers, Dolphins, Raiders. (laughs) Maybe one? I don't know, man. And then Seahawks Seahawks and Rams both on the road. Not a chance. Patriots on the road and home against the Browns.
0: The path to Trevor Lawrence is clear. Now, here's, here's, my, here's what we need, brother. We need him to stay in school. We need Trevor <laughs> Lawrence to stay in school. Even though he's already said he anticipates this being his last year at Clemson. We either need them to be convinced that Sam Darnold's the guy and for some reason, Trey out of the pick. Or for Trevor Lawrence to stay in school, otherwise, or
1: or flexes his leverage. We, this is not unprecedented. Eli Manning did this. John Ooh. Elway did this. Ooh,
0: that's it. That's also another chance.
1: But let's let's not hijack the week talking about the Jets, right?
0: Yeah, like we always we'll
1: some, do. Some other good action on on display. Uh, what did you think of Baltimore almost blowing this lead to Philadelphia? Um, because for I, like forty three minutes. This was, like, not even close. Baltimore far and away outclassed and overwhelmed Philadelphia in every way, shape, and form. Uh,
0: I give Philadelphia some credit for showing some fight. You know, they they scored six points in the first three corners of this game, and they, they made something out of it. Um, late, so good for them. Didn't That two-point conversion play was so stupid.
1: Oh, there were a lot of those. Yesterday.
0: They didn't they didn't kick an extra point, right? They went two point conversion every time, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Uh I don't yes, know if they it did. was they, they did. did they, they, yeah, yeah, they did
0: not try a single extra point. So they missed one field goal and then they scored three touchdowns. Yeah, three touchdowns and went for two every time. And uh they lose by two.
1: <laughs> did they get any of the two point conversions?
0: Uh they- well they
1: they must have gotten one.
0: They Did they score a defensive touchdown? Maybe they did. Let me see here. Play-by-play. Play. We'll we'll get to the scoring plays. Well, producers
1: going to pull it up now.
0: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Two-point conversion failed.
1: Okay, they got one.
0: It was to Greg Ward. Yeah. Carson yeah. Wentz to Greg Ward, so they got one.
1: I knew that. I had Wentz on my fantasy team. That was a dumb question. God, I'm so stupid um yeah i mean philly is in a really bad way i'd be interested to see if they sell do they have any assets to sell to tread trade deadline
0: i think they should try just be, i mean they're they're 80 million above the cap so right I mean, it, right take, what I mean. take
1: your chance here
0: um if there's somebody wants zach Ertz, goodbye
1: uh what do you think they could get for Ertz? I saw somebody ask Ben Solak this on on Twitter yesterday. What did Ben say? I think he said a three, and three. a young, a three and a young player,
0: like a middling player. I don't know who don't needs. Know.
1: Yeah, like a Kamali Correa. I know that's a bad example, but but he like he somebody just got like that. yeah he just got traded for a seven, right? Like extremely marginal value.
0: Who uh, who wants Ertz? What's a team that would like to have him? Oh.
1: <sighs> Well, who's got tight end injuries that is kind of fringe of competing?
0: The, the Bills. I think it's the Bills. Uh, they, Dawson uh, Knox is injured with a calf. You can't uh, do this.
1: Why? I refuse.
0: It's a legitimate team. They went after Greg Olson, didn't get him. Dawson but, Knox has been injured.
1: I understand that, but I'm telling you, you can't get him.
0: I hope the Bills don't trade for Z- Zach Ertz. <laughs> I just think <laughs> they're – It's just
1: re- the financials.
0: No, it just makes sense because Brandon Bean's the type of GM that would make a deal like this, and there's a, there's a need, and the the Bills are in it, right? They're but, four but, and one.
1: But you don't want Sackers.
0: No, I wouldn't want to take on his salary. I I wouldn't. I want the Bills to invest their money elsewhere. Yes. So that's where I'm at with it. I don't know. Yeah, you probably get. It's probably a three. I think it's only a three. To be honest with you, I don't. I don't, I don't know
1: if they get a three, man.
0: If you offer a three, I bet you the deal's done.
1: Oh, yeah. If I was the Eagles and somebody offered me a three, I, I'd, I'd pack Zach's bags for him. <laughs> what about, like, Brandon Graham? See, I think that's a player that has some value.
0: A little bit older, but...
1: Everybody needs pass rush. Oh, yeah. Everybody needs pass rush.
0: He had a couple sacks yesterday.
1: Yeah, he looked really good. So did Clayus Campbell.
0: His, he always does, like doesn't he? I
1: I forget the stat they had of the broadcast, but it was like his like fifth or sixth three plus sack game or something like that in his career. Just a total war daddy, and and of course Eagles got all their practice squad guys and and street free agents and all offensive line because like Lane Johnson's out and Jason Peters is out and Brandon Brooks is out and man they just that's why I was so stunned that that Philly made the run that they did and scored 22 points in the fourth quarter because I said I don't I'm watching this game too on and the one o'clock slate I'm like I don't know if they can get a first down (laughs) they had negative yards through their first five possessions oh no uh I didn't know that I didn't pay
0: attention to this game until. oh my god it was
1: terrible dude they they finished the first half with like 94 yards of offense, and that was after Miles Sanders broke like an 80-yard run and fumbled, and JJ J. J. Arcega-Whiteside recovered it in the end zone for a touchdown.
0: the uh, The NFC game that I was dialed into was Panthers Bears.
1: Tell me Bears about are, Chicago a little bit.
0: They're they're exactly what you think they are don't beat yourself on offense and play good defense. And I mean, they got, they forced three turnovers in this game. Um,
1: This was kind of a regression game for Teddy a little bit. For sure. Uh, I mean, I just saw the stat line. I didn't get a chance to see a
0: couple of interceptions. Um, He had some drops. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. But I mean, the Carolina, they had some, they had some bad turnovers, like deep in their own territory and, and, this wasn't this isn't wasn't one of those games where you could afford to have that. Uh they kicked two very short field goals. Uh let me see here. i they were I mean I, I gotta tell you how short they were. Twenty-one yards and no. a, a twenty and a no. twenty-one yard field no. goal. yes, dude. And that was in the first that was in the first half. So and it was like fourth and oh, fourth and management. Fourth, fourth and three,
1: fourth and two. Dude, After, it's it's mathematically impossible. To not have a fourth and manageable on a twenty, right, twenty-one yard field goal. Exactly,
0: exactly. So, and here's let's make it even worse. It was a fourteen play, seventy-two yard drive that ended in a twenty-one yard field goal. Thirteen play, seventy-three yard drive that ended in a twenty-yard field goal. And, And I knew at the time, man, I'm like, this is this is not a recipe to win this game. Like I think Matt rule was thinking, okay, this is a defensive struggle. Let's take our points, but here's, what's even more disappointing, at least on the the second drive, they went for it on a fourth down and got it. Right. And then they got another fourth down and then they kicked the field. Right. So So it's like, how
1: do you kick a, how do you attempt the fourth down (laughs) from like hypothetically between the forties and then you get down on the doorstep and you're like, no, I'll take three. Thanks though. (laughs) This is one of those games
0: where I felt like it was – after the game, I'm talking to my brother about it, and I'm like, you know, this is one of those situations where I think you just have a young team with a very inexperienced coaching staff that is learning how to win, right? And this is one that they'll point to and learn a lot from. But in that moment, you, you come away with a lot of regret based on the way the game was managed. So, I mean, that's, that's what I thought it boiled down to, to be honest with you.
1: Joe, you know what you'll never regret? Built bar. Buying a box of the built bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And, guys, damn it, these things are so good. Joe's been raving to me about the strawberries. I got my strawberries on the way. So I'm excited to try that new flavor. Uh, They've got, what is it, 18 flavors, uh, covered in natural, 100% chocolate. Uh, They they almost eat like Three Musketeers bars. They're, They're really, really good. Joe likens them to Snickers. Either way, whatever you want to compare them to, whether you're looking for healthy snack throughout the day, uh, something that's keto friendly, something post workout, Built Bar is that product for you. And right now, you can go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LockedOn and you'll get 20% off your next order of Built Bars. It's BuiltBar.com, promo code LockedOn, 20% off. Your next order. Go find out what all the fuss is about for yourself. Joseph.
0: Kyle Sif.
1: What happened to the Patriots yesterday?
0: Well, sir, uh, first of all, congratulations to Brandon McManus for all of those field goals. Six
1: field goals. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm sitting here watching this game, obviously rooting for the Broncos, and I'm sitting here like I know, this is not how you beat New England. You 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 can't field goal them to victory.
1: Right, and almost bit them.
0: Well, two fourth quarter Drew Lock interceptions with a with a two score lead, sir. That certainly complicated some things. Um, they. I mean, it was a it was a pretty ugly game. You know, I mean, you got four interceptions. You got less. I mean, barely three hundred combined passing yards. Modest rushing output. Defensive struggle, man. But Cam man, he, he struggled in this game. A lot of, I mean, obviously two interceptions, but some just balls, not, not in the right zip code. I mean, bouncing in front of targets. It it just, it wasn't a good game for them. They were definitely rusty.
1: Was that what it was more than anything was just like rust. You could, you like a genuine question. Cause I did not see the game. I was, I was dialed in on three separate games from, from my regions. And I knew that, this was the only team of my seven for my assignments I wasn't going to be able to watch on the first go.
0: Well, I mean, it was it was a very sloppy football game where it didn't seem like either offense had any type of sync about it. Uh, Drew Locke obviously reacclimating himself to the lineup; he's ten to twenty-four passing. He hit some throws down the field, which were, were very helpful. And then you have Cam, who just was very erratic with his ball placement and had a couple of interceptions and you know, they were okay running the football, but it was, it was, I felt like 1998 football, man, uh, watching this game. And Drew Locke tried to lose it at the end with a couple of interceptions, uh, but, uh, wind up, you know, I think if I'm not mistaken, the Patriots got a chance back with the ball. They did on the, on
1: their last drive. Yeah. They got down to like the 30 yard line.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So they, they had their chances. I think it was like fourth and 10 and, uh, incomplete pass. So, um, they got behind the six. It was third and sixteen. They got it down to a fourth and ten. They they converted another fourth and one in that on that drive. So, uh, just I give Denver some credit for their defense. Right, it's a it's a good group. Vic Fangio really knows how to call a good game and scheme it up. So good good for them there. Uh, but you know, just a really sloppy Patriots effort. And you, know, you when you know that six field goals and no touchdowns beats New England, you know that they weren't on their game.
1: Yeah. They're in a kind of a, like a, a quietly precarious spot, New England. Their next four games.
0: The two and three Patriots.
1: The two and three, and that's what I mean being in a precarious spot. If you beat Denver, like, okay, you're three and two, whatever. I know Buffalo has not had success against the Patriots at all, and I that's probably a, a massive understatement to say so. <laughs> right. But their next four games – home against San Francisco in Buffalo Monday night against the Jets whatever but then on a short week they have to host the Ravens.
0: I'm guessing you're probably if you're New England you're you're probably looking at that four game stretch and thinking can we get the 2 and 2 here?
1: Right. You know? And and you'd probably be happy with 2 and 2. Right? But that's kind of the that's a New England would be happy to be 4 and 5 through 9 games. Right. They're in a weird spot. And still this season, they still have to go to L.A. Oh, they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll be out in L.A. for two weeks because they got a Thursday game in L.A. the week after they play the Chargers. They play the Rams.
0: Cam will need to play better than he did yesterday.
1: Yeah, it's kind of so. a weird spot to see them in.
0: For sure, and you know they didn't have they had they were playing musical chairs with their offensive line all game, man. I think they started with like, I mean, we, there was a time where we're like Hjalte Froholt in there, Justin Heron. Uh, they're playing Joe Tooney at center. I mean, they're playing Win. All they they were just shuffling their offensive line all game long, man. It was, I think that definitely contributed to some of their struggles.
1: Uh, so real quick, your predictions for both games tonight, and then we'll wrap. <sighs>
0: Uh, Cardinals, Cowboys, give me the Cowboys to win that game.
1: You think that's going to be a big 12 game or what? 31, 26, something like that. Okay. So you're, you're digging points in this game. So am I, I like it. Bills chiefs.
0: As I predicted on lockdown bills, I don't feel good about the bills in this one.
1: Kansas city's just got too much depth. Like they lost Sammy Watkins and it's like, okay, we, we're still going to have, Either either Levi Wallace or Josh Norman trying to cover cover dudes that run two tenths of a second faster than they do.
0: The the Bills don't have the speed on defense for this one, and and like that's the issue. It'll be Josh Norman and Trey White outside. You can you can bracket some of those outside guys, but when you do that, man, you're you got Kelsey and you got Demarcus Robinson, you got that Mahomes, you got Clyde Edwards Lair. It's just it's uh just it's. It's, for the way this Bills defense is playing right now, I just I don't feel good about
1: it. Yeah, it's a tough draw. I don't blame you. All right, well, listen, Joe do you do you need me to tap into the bullpen for ahead of the game tonight? Well, yes, I do. For
0: for, for what? For what are we talking about here?
1: I mean, we we typically have takes on. Oh wait. Yeah, we talked about how it. how are we going to do this? Yeah, well, we, we, we Yeah, we, was we we was can't do do it tonight. We we can't do live tonight. Yeah. We, the first game head. starts at five o'clock. We're not doing a four thirty because nobody's going to watch it. Yeah. So no live takes on takes tonight, which means you'll hear from us tomorrow morning. We yep. recorded our standard time, and that'll be uh, that'll be that. And okay. hopefully Joe's in a good mood.
0: Joe's in a good mood no, no matter what. Mm,
1: I wish I could say the same for have myself. You, have
0: you ever seen me just really just up in myself um, over a Bills loss?
1: Not a, not over Bills loss. Yeah.
0: I get mad about different things, but I don't know. I've learned not to let my football team (laughs) dominate my emotions.
1: Oh, must be nice. Have a great day, everybody. Kyle Krabs, Joe Burrito, signing off. Thanks as always for listening to DraftKings Podcast.